0: Jono, Tommy, I'm going to give you a phrase, okay, and I want you to give me an example sentence that includes that phrase and puts it in context for what it means. Okay, John, I'm going to start with you. Time is on my side. Well, at least time is on my
1: side.
2: If nothing else. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> yeah, fine, great. <laughs> Let's keep I'm it loose. I'm so glad Jono went first. I had no idea what you were talking about. Yeah, okay, I thought I'd, I'd start I'm with that. Gonna, yeah. Right,
0: Tommy, your turn. Okay. Turn back the hands of time.
2: Turn back the hands of time and imagine you are a teenager again.
0: Brilliant. Jono, back to you.
2: A
1: whale of a time. Ah, uh, when we got the inflatables out, just had a whale of a time.
2: Was there an
0: inflatable whale amongst oh. those? Who knows?
2: <laughs> Lovely. Thank you, Johnny. Tommy, only time will tell. Oh. He's lost eight tasks. Can he go any further? Only time will tell.
0: That's great. A little reference back to The Apprentice. And finally, it's one for me. And the phrase is time well spent. Got it. Investing in something of quality that will endure a lifetime can be time well spent. And so let me tell you about Marlowe Watch Company creators of British-designed mechanical watches and sponsors of this podcast. With Marlowe, each collection of watches is influenced by a historical story of inspiring human endeavour. And not only are they pleasing to the eye, they're reassuring to hold and to wear. Visit MarlowWatchCompany.com to see for yourself. And if you're looking for reassurance elsewhere, you'll find the words quality and value come up time and again in independent online reviews. Marlow Watch Company. Time well spent
1: i think it's the sort of thing where somebody comes in and goes what are you
0: doing so i've never i've I've never physically shaved a yak but i have oiled the horn of a highland cow
2: i'm just doing a bit of yak shaving it's usually your wife or girlfriend go what are you doing
1: it's so out there you never hear anything like it life is
0: just a series of shaving a whole herd of yaks (laughs) Have you ever found yourself doing something that really wasn't part of the original plan? Well, as it turns out, you're not alone. Hello and welcome to Sketchplanations, the podcast. Now there are two camps to consider here. Those who go, Sketchplanations podcast, oh cool. And there are those who are a bit more, hang on, what? Either way, you're very welcome. But for those in that second group, Sketchplanations is a series of sketches and illustrations you can find online where each sketch attempts to explain something from the world around us. Hence, Sketch, Explanations, Sketchplanations. But the best way to know what I'm talking about is to simply pop online to Sketchplanations.com or just search for Sketchplanations on Instagram or Twitter. You'll find it. And the links to all those places are in the description for this podcast. And in this podcast, we select one of those sketches each episode and dissect it to within a nanometer of its life. I'm Rob Bell, an engineer and broadcaster, and I'm joined by two of my very close friends who I've known from studying engineering at university. That's John O'Hay, the talent behind Sketchplanations, and Tom Pellero, aka Inventor Tom, aka the Apprentice winner from the telly in 2011, aka. Tallyho, Tommy, gents. Hello, you're right. <laughs> yeah, I love Very it, good, thank you, mate. Yeah, it's been a, a productive day working on sketches. Actually, it's been brilliant. Ooh, Has man. it? He never stops, as <laughs> he never stops. <laughs> right. Well. um We launched the podcast series last week with the Fun Scale episode, and we've had loads of great comments and messages from some of our listeners over the the week, which we've loved reading through. So thank you all very much for sending stuff and please do continue. So stay tuned right to the end of this episode where we've picked out some of our favourites. Otherwise, Tommy, I've been doing a bit more Googling on you since last week
2: okay good
0: and um i found i found this quote from right after you won the apprentice nice. uh you said i don't think i'm a nodding dog or an underdog the dog that comes to mind most is lassie he was helpful clever and caring that was 12 years ago do you still stand by that these <laughs> days Tommy?
2: isn't that amazing i don't remember saying that at all i do remember the nodding <laughs> dog thing coming up quite a bit somebody made it well, up. Last year, i think that that's pretty cool well, uh, yeah. i think it's good yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd say that's about the same still. I thought you were going to read some a quote from somebody else. So a quote from me is, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, a quote from you about you <laughs> about you. There's nothing vain in that, I'm sure. John,
0: have you been? So you say you've been working on Sketch today? Have you a new one that? Um, you publish them on Sundays, don't you? That's right. That's
1: right. Every, every Sunday. It's quite nice being on a Sunday. I think because not much comes in on a Sunday, so people are you know generally kicking back it arrives sometime during the day and if nothing's on you've got the time to do it you know it arrives during the week everybody's busy oh another thing to read
0: so yeah sundays every sunday it's a highlight for me i mean there's so much variety within the um the back catalogue of sketch do you have like a load of ideas um like booked up booked up backed up (laughs) do you have a load of ideas backed up that are ready to go or i mean where do you get your inspiration your ideas from
1: I'd, i'd say i have a backlog yeah, a, back, a backlog of back, ideas. Look, thank yeah. you. That's the word I was looking for. Um, Johno's not
2: backed up. Everyone, it's fine.
1: <laughs> no, but I have, a, I have a backlog of ideas. No, I've, 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 I've always, I'm always on the lookout. You know, I sort of trained myself to uh, to be on the lookout for things. I actually had an idea the other day. I was thinking if if someone was going to ask me for some advice, my advice would be to start collecting things. Actually, I think collecting things generally has served me pretty well over the years, and so this is it's another form of that collecting these uh, collecting these ideas. It's just a little note note thing. Oh, that that's interesting. I'll, I'll put it in there. Make sure I don't forget it. Try and write down as much as I can at the time when it's
0: actually clear. Otherwise, I come back to it and I have to learn it all again. But there you go. It's a nice way to think about it. I like that a way. You know, collecting things.
2: Have you got a collection of anything, Tom? My son. I've got a nine year old, and he has found the the um, Warhammer in the last couple of weeks and he started really getting into to warhammer forty thousand as it is now and he he's he's they're, they're, he's really into collecting things it was super zings and now it's warhammer and now you know he's got them in his little box and we go along and we paint them and all that sort of stuff it's, it's a long time since i've collected stuff other than collecting emails i'm very good at collecting emails i was thinking that was about collecting stuff <laughs> i've collected
1: uh, just a few little physical things not many um, so my job as as design i'm always collecting nice design ideas I used to collect like nice product design or inventions right um and I collect quotes just as you see them just take the moment that little moment yeah. that 10 seconds to like make a note of it and then all of it you know i say well, all of a sudden years <laughs> later old, no, yeah. can, then years later you look back and you've actually got quite, quite quite something that's um you know you start to see the patterns between them i think it's quite interesting
0: anyway and, and a collection probably doesn't start out to purposefully be a collection, does it? In in, in that sense, in what you're talking about, it just kind of happens. And then you can, there's a point you look back and go, oh, got quite a lot of that now.
1: Yeah, you start like, oh, it'd be quite nice to remember that thing. And then you spot another one and then you add it to that one and then you spot another one. So it's nice to have a little little place to
0: add. So I'm always, yeah, I'm, I'm collecting ideas for Sketchplanations these days. Anyway, this this is our podcast. There are a few about, I mean, I was I was looking at some stats about, podcasts generally today just to understand the kind of field that we're stepping into um have you got any idea how many podcast series there are out there any idea, guess. It
2: must now be a bit like is it a billion yet? It's like <laughs> it's millions not and billions, right? It's insane. I was
1: gonna say thousands, tens of thousands like,
2: like tonight, so I didn't have headphones, I'd I'd left them at my work and I I messaged out on a WhatsApp group for my street. Turns out that just on my street there is someone who writes podcasts, and there's someone who gives podcasts, and there's someone who used to do podcasts. And you're like, This is just on my road. How many, Robbie? Come on tell me. Well, so apparently
0: there are over 5 million podcast series with over 70 million episodes between them as of February of this year.
2: 5 million like running podcasts.
0: Yeah. It's well, like- I don't know if they're running or not, but they're kind of out there in the ether. So how on earth we're going to make any any kind of dent in that mountain. I don't <laughs> know, but you know, you know, we're here. We're doing it anyway. <laughs> are we bothered we're not bothered bothered.
2: just this is wonderful just talking to you two i I really hope people do enjoy this eventually when if they ever hear it but amazing if not (laughs) hey we've got
0: we'll have a collection of podcasts (laughs) well listen i'm delighted as well to be here back again with both of you to while away the evening with some chat and i guess we should probably crack on with exactly that let's get started This episode, we're going to be looking at yak shaving. Sorry, what? Yes, yak shaving. The idea that in order to accomplish a particular task, you might find yourself needing to complete something else first, which in turn requires doing another little thing beforehand, and so on and so on and so on. Now, if you've not already had a look at this sketch, the artwork or the picture for this podcast episode on your screen should be the sketch explanation of yak shaving. But alternatively, you can find it online or on social media through the links in the description for this podcast. All right then, Jono, uh, this is your bit. Over to you. Uh, yak shaving. It's not a phrase you hear every day, is it? It's not.
1: It's kind of a ridiculous phrase. But that that's a the beauty of it, and it's also the point of it, I think. The point is... Why would you be doing such a ridiculous activity? And and the thing about yak shaving, which is sort of interesting, is that actually it has a purpose, is that you were trying to achieve some goal and then in order to achieve that goal, you had to do something else, but that something was in the way of that and then you had to do something else and all the way to the fact that somebody finds you shaving a yak and then what on earth are you doing shaving a yak? Well, I'm trying to do this thing here. So that that's the genesis of it, and obviously why I drew somebody shaving a yak. But I I, I learned it from a developer that I worked with, and it's very common in. With, it's very common when you're working with code and and developing software. Um, a classic example I was thinking of might be, you go in and somebody says, "Oh, let's change the color uh, from a light blue to a dark blue." And so you you go into the software to change it to a dark blue. So all you have to do is change one little bit code to to the other one. But then you go and you have a look and then you're like, okay, it's not in the standard format. I'll just change it into the other format. And then you're like, well, actually, it should really be a variable because we're going to use it in other places. So I'll make a variable and actually we should do a variable file. So I'll add in some of the other colors into that variable file. And then you find that there's a library that will manage your variables. And you're like, brilliant. I'll install that library and that'll be much quicker. But in order to install that library, you have to upgrade some other libraries. And so you upgrade the other libraries, but then you find there's a bug in the calendar when you upgraded those libraries. And all of a sudden, you're fixing a bug in a calendar when all you wanted to do was change the color of one thing on the homepage, for example. And so that would be yak shaving. So what are you doing? I'm just yak shaving some things and you're you're there (laughs) deep in some other problem in order to make this other thing happen. So that's what yak shaving is.
0: So is yak shaving specifically about like IT, uh, like software developing then, or, or code writing that kind of thing, or is that just where the it's that's that's just kind of a good example of it?
1: I, I think it's just a place where it comes up again and again. But I think for me, and one of the reasons I thought it made a good a good topic to share is this: I think it comes up in everyday life all the time, um, and it might you know. Yes, software is, is is a prime example. But I was thinking the other day of, you know, I set out to like t- tidy my room, or like you know, you, t- you, you tidy your room, oh, and then how you, old are you? you? Yeah, sorry, tidy Avery. Well, that's a bit of a mess in here. I trained the camera. Um... And then you look in the box and you're like, okay, I'll just get rid of this box. And then you go, oh, there's some nice photos in here. And then you start looking mm. at the photos. But you're like, I don't, I don't want to throw away these <laughs> photos. So I should do something with them. So I should scan them. And then all of a sudden you're like, okay, well, I need to find an app. I'll find an app to scan it. And then you're, you're on some website reading reviews of photo scanning apps when you're supposed to be tidying in room. room. Like that, for me, is quite a common, common sort of situation in, you know, in real life, not just in the in code world.
0: Well, I mean, I'd, I'd say it definitely applies to my life as well. Um, although, if you ask my girlfriend, I think she'd probably have a slightly different take on it in that it's not necessarily things that you have to do in order to get to that um, the job that you initially set out to do. It's just that you got distracted by some other things yeah. that you go, oh, I could do that quickly yeah. before actually getting on with it. Tommy, you're probably quite <laughs> similar, aren't
2: you? Uh, yes. There's a lot of times where you're doing stuff... At- <laughs> There's so many different examples in this in the whole time. One of... A a classic one is we have a camper van, a VW California camper van. And you 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 put the bed down to sleep in it and then the kids are upstairs and then they come down, they want some breakfast, right? And you're like, oh, put some breakfast on. Which means getting to the drawer, right? To get to the drawer, you've got to put the bed up. You've got to get up, (laughs) you've got to put the seat back, put the bed up. Then you've got to like move this to move that. And then that's in the way. So you've got to move that. And then you've got to open the door to put this. And then you've got to get the kettle out of the sink to get the the cup that was in the bottom to open the drawer to get to the thing, to get to the thing. And you're like, when you're in the van, there's five things you always have to do to do whatever the one thing is that you actually wanted to do and what is amazing is when you come home you're like oh to get a spoon i just opened this drawer and i can get a spoon to to boil water <laughs> i just turned the kettle on i don't have to do the four other things before <laughs> so jack shaving in a camper van is hugely classic but i think you are also very right i get distracted
1: it reminds me of one of those little um, the little puzzles where you have the the squares in a square and there's one one, one space yes. and you need to move that one to the right and you have to move move them all the way around the thing in order to do it. It's kind of like that, isn't but it?
0: But I guess the the significance of the yak and and shaving the yak. I love saying that yak shaving. <laughs> the 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 significance of yak shaving i guess in in this context and and this sketch is about the fact that what you end up doing is so obscure and so far away from the original job that you set out to do is that is that kind of part of the concept
2: i i, th- I think it's the sort of thing where somebody comes in and goes what are you doing what are you doing yeah, yeah. it's usually your wife or girlfriend go what are you doing
1: yeah i'm, I'm just i'm just doing a bit of yak shaving because It does make sense. There's a reason why I'm doing this ridiculous thing right now. There
2: is a reason. But it's going to take you a long time to explain. So I'm thinking my ultimate, ultimate, yeah. And Do you remember when I missed a ski holiday because I had to rewrite a business plan by the Monday And I had to rewrite the business plan because Lord Sugar didn't understand what the heck I was talking about in my business plan. And I was writing the business plan for that because I was trying to get through to be one of the winners, to be the winner rather than one of the two. And then I was on The Apprentice because i had done these tasks and i had done these tasks. And the the task one was I was making tomato soup because we were supposed to be making orange juice, but we couldn't get enough oranges. And the orange juice machine stopped working and we had to make tomato soup instead and the whole reason i was doing it is because i want to invent products and i'm i want to invent products but i've missed a ski holiday and there's 85 other things in the middle and it's just it's quite deep that isn't it that's life so in order to
0: be a crackpot inventor yes. of uh consumer products yes. um you need to make soup instead of making orange juice yes
2: or miss a skiing holiday yeah or sell nodding dogs on the thames as i was also doing <laughs> Do you know,
1: I, I i know i never thought of about it, it, it quite in that way but there's a lot of life you could say is somewhat yak and you're like what would I yeah. really like to be doing now you know I'd like to be making music or I'd like to be playing with my kids but right now I'm at work doing this project so that I can earn the money so I can do this so I can get the space to do that so I can eventually do this so that I don't know so I can retire it's, you know, it's, it's a long it sequence is. isn't
0: it yeah. life is just a series of <laughs> shaving a whole herd of yaks
1: <laughs> well uh, or is the goal you know to, to enjoy just, the, the smaller yak-shaving. you can make that sequence the happier you'll be
0: yeah just enjoy the yak shaving is there a distinction though because is the concept of yak shaving like a a critical path that you need to do to get there or is it more of a haphazard path and the fact that you end up shaving a yak, uh, still good. <laughs> the, the end. Of, the, the fact that you end up shaving a yak is—is is that kind of a a chance, a chance thing, or is it that critical path of things that you have to do in order to get there? Is there is there a level of distinction between those? two? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I do know. I do know what you mean. I usually think of it as the critical path, but I, it's probably not strictly
1: strictly true. Like you can. You can be doing something and it's very interesting to investigate the other ways. And, you know, like it might be a very good thing to read the article right now that tells you about this. And, and it wasn't your intention to be doing that. But actually, maybe that's not such a bad use of your time, you know. So, yeah, I I, I usually think about it as the critical part, but perhaps it's, perhaps
2: it's not. Perhaps they, all those little deviations are good things. Well, sometimes it's really not, though. So like that coding example, you know. And I find it a lot, we work with Amazon a lot to sell stuff on Amazon. And so much of that is, I wanted to do this, but then I realised that the code name was wrong on that so then i had to go and change the code name but to change the code name i had to change it in the master system but to change the master system i had to log into this system and then my system that my login had expired so therefore i needed to find a new credit card because the credit card i think but to get a new credit card i had to get a po <laughs> and to get a po i had to find john and john wasn't available till wednesday so i had to find karen and karen gave me a thing that. and all he wanted That's to do are you comparing Karen to a yak? <laughs> I have changed names. Or is John the yak? Uh, but, but yeah, that is. And sometimes you're just like, ah, this yak shaving is so frustrating. And sometimes it's like, oh, I've learned about a whole new thing along the way
0: i think you're right Tommy. that's a really good point so sometimes the fact that you end up shaving a yak could be really frustrating but other times it could be um this really pleasant surprising activity that you've ended up doing as part of the journey of whatever the original goal yeah. was
1: Often i think it's quite satisfying you're like making stuff better right it's, it's like actually actually that's probably where i run into it a bit more is like you could do it this way, but it would yes. be better if I did it this way. And it would be better if I did it this way. And it would be better if I learned about this and coded it so I didn't have to do it again, you know. And and you actually learn all the way along that journey quite often. And you've made stuff better. It feels quite good if you unravel the yak all the way back to the beginning again. Yeah. Sure. Made the world a better place. Or you
2: found bugs <laughs> or you found problems that you might not have noticed otherwise. But then, but it can, but it can be a massive frustration,
0: especially. So for me, like, you know, I'd like doing DIY and woodworking and that kind of stuff. And you just want to get this thing done. But sometimes it means you have to go down, you have to get in the car or get on your bike or whatever and go down the DIY store because you haven't got the right bit or you haven't got the right fixing or you haven't got the right tool or I don't know, your chisel's not sharp enough. So you've got to go inside and get a bucket of water so you can put your sharpening stone in the water and then uh, to sharpen it you know it just goes on and on and on it's really frustrating and then you've been out there all day and you've you know well, you've not got half as far as you wanted yeah. to
1: it's it's funny that you say it's so frustrating because to hear you say it and to hear you say it tom they're quite funny like it's, <laughs> it's quite <laughs> funny to, to hear all these ridiculous <laughs> things that you're doing In order to get this other thing done, I don't know what it is. There is something deep in those. Quite quite amusing watching watching somebody do ridiculous, annoying things.
0: Have you heard the (laughs) um, the concept of you are trying to assign how long it's going to take to do this one job? And you might say it's going to take it's going to take five minutes. And the I don't know theory is that take whatever you've said, go up a unit and multiply it by two. So if I say this is going to take five minutes, uh, go up a unit from minutes to hours, uh, five hours, times it by two, 10 hours. So what, what I originally set out is going to think it's a five-minute job, is going to be a 10-hour job. That's because I've ended up in outer Mongolia with a razor, whereas what I wanted to do was redo the silicon around the bottom of the shower. <laughs>
1: That's really good. There's a, there's a sketch that I, I quite like, something called a Hofstetter's Law. And Ho- What's that? Hofstetter's Law is... It's, it always takes longer than you expect, even when you account for Hofstetter's law. Brilliant. Thanks. Love that. So so even when you sit there and you think, I know that this is going to be longer than I think, you never allow enough. <laughs> even that. Even that. Yeah, that's a, that's a great rule. The, the unit uh, times by two, bear that in mind.
0: That's very good. I'll include the link to the sketch on Hofstetter's law as well in the podcast below. Um, listeners, if you want to go and check that one out. I, I, think, I think the two probably are quite linked aren't they because i don't think you ever expect to end up as far away from the original job as, as sometimes you do oh,
2: no,
1: never somebody once told me if you if you're going to go backpacking like a long travel trip the rule is take half as many clothes and twice as much money as you think you need <laughs>
0: which,
1: which is which is quite good but the, the curious thing there is that you have to you have to first make that estimate of what, what you think you need be. yeah oh yeah and then you're like right okay that's what i think i need and then you have to sit there and go no that's wrong
0: that's hard to do because you've you've put a bit of brain power into considering what you're going to need do you think you're right like and, then, and, and you could probably <laughs> sit there and justify it
1: absolutely yeah so you, yeah to, to think okay i think i'm right i must be wrong it's good it's quite quite challenging to do I've never managed it. Yeah. Usually take the money out halfway through and throw away the clothes. <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah. the way you do. Just to meet, just yeah. to meet that, that particular Ken, law.
0: Yeah. Get okay, another credit card, go speak with Karen or whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, are, there any, are there any jobs, Tommy? You mentioned one earlier, uh, that when you're home and not in the camper van, you can just get a teaspoon out of yes. the drawer. Um, are there any jobs or tasks or activities in life generally, generally that you can think of that, that don't require? Or end up yak shaving simple tasks, Mm. but ah, I don't know if that's a valid question because we said about early you could apply it to life generally. So even sitting down and reading a book, how far do you want to take it? I mean, the the paper for that book's had to be made somewhere.
1: When I sit down and read a book, I want to you know have the cushions on the chair, and I want to have a coffee, but you have to turn the coffee maker on, but you have to fill up the water for the coffee, and it's out of coffee and then you have to heat up the coffee and it's 10 minutes before I start a book.
2: (laughs) So I was trying to work this out earlier about like flow and where, and and the sort of link with this and going, is this as an example where we enjoy things where it has the least yak shaving in it, like sitting down and watching telly where you're kind of absorbed in a movie, although it does usually take you ages to find what you want to watch. So you sit there like scrolling through or trying to search and then waiting for it to then download or whatever, and all you wanted to do was just sit down. <clears throat> and by the time you finished your food, you still hadn't even found the movie you were going to watch while you were eating your food, because you're still crawling through over.
0: Then the batteries in the remote run out. <laughs>
2: exactly. <laughs> yeah. no, I, I think you're
1: probably, probably onto something. You know, the examples when you said that, that came to mind for me were two things. One was, and they don't really count, but one was sports, Yeah. where I, if I'm playing... Football or tennis. I'm never. I'm never yak-shaped. I'm just. It's just playing. You're in the rules of the game. Mm. In the moment, just playing. I'm not. I'm never deviating off to do something else. Um, and the other one was like hiking in, in nature or something. You know, I could go climb a mountain, and I'm just. just like, okay. That's our goal. I go towards it. Do what I need to do to get there, and it's all part of the experience. So that yeah, they don't. They don't really count. But those activities are really. Fun and they've got no yak shaving in
0: for <laughs> me. <laughs> once you're doing them, yeah. once you're you've started, once you're doing them, yeah.
2: So, Jono, one of your other brilliant ones is you underestimate you overestimate how much we can do in a year or a month, whatever it is, but underestimate how much you can get in done in a decade. I don't know if you've done a sketch relation of that, but I think of that regularly and I'm just thinking of this dichotomy that if it's if it's clear that whenever we set out to do something, it's going to take a lot longer to do, then we're therefore. You would imagine not going to get nearly as much done in our life in our year than we thought we would get done, right? But how come it, that it does also seem to be true that we sort of get more done in a decade than we ever thought we would?
0: So, what does it say again? Summarize it again. O- overestimate what you can do in a day, but you underestimate what you might achieve in a decade. Is it that John? essentially? Yeah, I think it's Bill Gates um said something like that. Yeah, wise man.
1: That's yeah. that's the the idea that you like next year you don't think we'll have made great progress on i don't know biofuels or whatever but you look back in a decade and we've made huge progress that kind of yeah that, the way it works it's that technology only thing i don't know that's probably where where the experience came from but maybe it's a maybe it's a life thing all these little things they build up right Yeah, I mean, it's like collecting you know you know i get back to that if you collect, collect a few quotes here and there and then all of a sudden you've got a book of quotes you know and the book sounds like a major achievement but a few
0: quotes added doesn't seem like very much so yeah
1: interesting
0: was there any other any other business about um yak shaving anything uh, anything that uh you feel you need to get in before we uh round off this discussion i have one so i've never i've i've never physically shaved a yak but i have sanded and oiled the horn of a highland cow i remember watching that and thinking this but this segment will be very popular
2: whilst it was still attached no yeah
0: yeah it was attached to the the highland cow it was, it was being prepared for show and it needed its horns shining up so you get sandpaper <laughs> and you i mean there's no other way <laughs> to do it other than you sand <laughs> horn on the, the head. horn oh, yeah. yeah horn on the yeah. head and the cow's there she she enjoys it she <laughs> she really enjoys it she's very happy and then and then you you oil it up it's
2: not suggested to <laughs> a female cow
0: mm. i mean she she looked beautiful she looks ready to to be shown and she was a prize winning <laughs> cow she's the prizes. closest you've got to anyway i digress yeah. um that's that's as close to what i've got to f- physically that's, that's shaving a yak, yeah.
2: That's a good point. Should we, Should we? is it possible to shave a yak? Can we, like, find a website, shaveyak.com, we can actually go and do this? I'd, I'd shave a yak, I guess, <laughs> yeah.
0: For, for content, for, for content. the podcast.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. I wonder how much we can get you to do. If I booked it and yeah, didn't just, go... Why am I doing it all of a sudden? <laughs> if we found a place for you to do it. I don't know. Sheep shearing that's pretty close right i'll try but i'll try and book you in all right maybe for the <laughs>
0: promo for the podcast yes. we'll go and do some sheep shearing somewhere and video it and then that will be, be can the record promo.
2: the podcast at the same time amazing
0: i guess to summarize i think most people probably could think of things in their lives and yak shaving definitely fits the bill and I'm kind of sad that we're coming to the end of being able to repeatedly say it's, it's, yak shaving is yeah, a phrase. It's just such a great term, isn't it? It just flows really well, yak it's, shaving. It's so out there. You never hear anything like, like it, shaving. yeah. Anyway, it's a great term and it's a great sketch. I love it because, um, once again, there's another character in there. There's the guy shaving the yak and then there's the other guy kind of looking on. At, <laughs> Quizzically. Quizzically. <laughs> <laughs> Which I really love. Do you know what? That is a thing with, with a lot of your sketches. There's the thing that's going on, but there's always this kind of secondary character <laughs> who's kind of going, well, what's going on here? Even though they might not have facial expressions, you just know what they're yeah. doing. And you know it's John's wife. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell are you doing? Anyway, listeners, feel free to leave comments about your own yak shaving on the social media posts on Instagram or Twitter for this particular sketch relation. Again, the links to this sketch are in the podcast episode description down below. And uh, we'll all enjoy having a good flick through those as they come in otherwise I think we'll probably call it a day on yak shaving but in order to do that first we need to fade up the music here it comes well I think I think we've already decided what the sketch is for our next episode it's, um, it's going to be fubbing um, which sounds a little bit seedy but uh, I can assure you it's not so make sure you're listening to find out more about that or you could just look up the sketch relation for it But uh, thank you all very much for joining us on our meandering exploration of the world. There are over 70 million podcast episodes out there that you could be listening to. And now there's over 70 million and one. Imagine that. But here we are, you and us, and we're delighted that you're here. Come on in, make yourself at home. If you want a drink, help yourself. Toilets are just through there. And if you want to subscribe to the rest of the series, then click the subscribe button. We'll be back next week, but until then, stay well, go well, and just do your best to keep the place tidy, will you?
2: Cheers. Till next week. Bye-bye, everyone.
0: All music on this podcast series is sourced from the very talented Frank Cinelli. And you can find loads more tracks at frankcianelli.com. Well, we put this podcast series out last week, and it's been very fun seeing how people have reacted to it. Needless to say, if you did enjoy last week and this week's episodes, then please tell your friends and family. But I think we're all really pleased with how it's going so far, right, boys? Yeah, it's been fun. We've got listeners. Hi, listeners. Great. But it's 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 been great also hearing our listeners' experiences of the fun scale. Um, and we've had a number of messages pertaining to a fourth type of fun, which I think we, we kind of brushed over. I think, I
1: think Tom suggested it might be death. Yeah, death,
0: <laughs> <laughs> type four, death. So o- Andre Brown has left us a message on LinkedIn saying, as engineers, how did you not explore type four as being the opposite of type two? Fun to do, but not fun to remember. I think we've got a, a similar comment as well, Jono, um, on email yeah. from Anne-Marie, was it?
1: Yeah, it which was, is, it was I think this is a really good point. It's this idea of like things that were really fun when you did them, like type one fun when you did them, like eating ice cream. But you actually really regretted them Ooh. later. Um, so you know we've all done you know, binge watching, staying up too late, um, binge drinking, drinking too much, whatever. <laughs> yeah, things that are, that are fun in the moment and you severely regret later on.
0: It's all the vices, really, right? <laughs> Indulge in the in the vices, and then a little bit later on, maybe the next day, oh, that wasn't such a great idea.
1: Um, we had we had another one which I really liked a comment from Gretchen, which was about how they might change over time your experiences of type fun. So uh, the example she gave was about parents taking you on all sorts of outdoor ventures as a teenager, which as a teenager were solidly in the type three fun stage. And then as you get older, you look back on those things and they perhaps moved (laughs) into more type two (laughs) as you reflect on them. Um, And so... This, this thought that perhaps as parents, you know, it's it's your job to put a little type three fun to your kiddos to show them the value of type two fun in the future, even though they might not be doing type three right there and then.
0: I totally agree. You know, you will appreciate this in later years. It reminds me of piano lessons. Look, you'll regret it when you're older if you don't keep practicing now. Mm-hmm. You'll regret it when you're older if you don't walk up this mountain right now. You know, I just want to sit in the car and smoke and I'm not smoking. <laughs> I just want to sit in the car and go on social media. I know you grew up That's... in
2: France, yeah. Like... <laughs> John, I'm sure you've said this to me that you hated doing piano and piano lessons when you were like young, like really, like why am I doing this, Mum and Dad, practicing? And now you absolutely love it, you, and you're so good.
1: But thank you. But yeah, and, and it's hard to, it's really hard to persuade people about that future benefit. I don't know if I ever told you, but I I was uh, learning piano and clarinet. I decided I just didn't want to do either of them. And so I went to my mum and said, I want to give them up. And last moment, I chickened out and only said, I want to give up clarinet. (laughs) (laughs) And and, and here I am, 35 years later, still still playing the piano as a result. Funny, isn't it? Funny how things work. (laughs)
0: Um, We have another message from um, Colby in Texas, suggesting that perhaps a fourth category of fun might be the journeys that don't ultimately have the most thrilling outcome, i.e. injury or rejection or humiliation, but do yield a surprising thrill. E.g. you might have lost the race, but you met a dear friend along the way and thus makes it all totally worthwhile. So it's it's very much that fourth type of fun that that we didn't explore in the podcast.
1: Yeah, It's, It's true. I think maybe something's missing. We should we should add to the scale.
0: But then I think somebody somebody did mention somewhere that um you know, lists of three do work better than lists of four or any other number really. So fair enough. It's
1: easier to remember, isn't it?
0: <laughs> but also along the lines of um we were talking about the Gretchen um kind of outdoor pursuits, we've had two references to the fun scale outlined on Strava, which is like the fitness outdoors app, right? So uh Rich Taylor's wet, wet, wet cycle around Berkshire at the weekend he goes on to label as classic type two fun. Nice, nice. Yeah. yeah. I mean, classic tales. <laughs> I like
2: the way it's now called type one, type two, type three in all of our minds. Yeah. And everyone listen. You, can't, you I, can't sort of un- forget that now. It's type one. I know what you two,
1: mean. Three. I had um, uh, uh, one from an old friend called Joel. It wasn't to me, but he says, the muddiest race I've ever done. It was cold, and wet, wore latex gloves with thermal gloves. I had one water bottle dedicated to squirting the drivetrain type two fun (laughs) yeah brilliant (laughs) she's right there
2: i love that he really paints the picture of what that was like out there man that's great creativity one bottle just purely to clean off i mean it sounds grim (laughs) like
0: grim in the cold and the wet it's then to go on to describe that as fun but (laughs) that's what type two that's what, that's what the fun scale is all about man um, but finally, on from the postbag this week, um, is a retrospective thought from my very own John O'Hay. And it was the quote, John O, that, that you thought of after we'd finished the, the podcast last week from Will Rogers, the early 20th century American political humorist. Which I think applies very well to some of the stories we told last week, particularly our friend Ben's ski accidents. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is your reaction to to anything that happens to anybody else which is his quote is that everything is funny as long as it's happening to someone else <laughs> 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 which is fair enough isn't
0: it <laughs> which reminds me in in faulty towers there's a line um where the irish builders come over to the hotel um to do some walls and he's cheap builder that's why basil's got in him and um sybil basil's wife isn't having any of it he wants she wants the reputable builder um Basil Fawlty and the Irish Builder uh, are chatting away and the Irish Builder goes to Basil ah Mr Fawlty you know we should always remember there's always somebody worse off than yourself and Basil goes What well, is there I'd like to meet him I could do with a laugh <laughs> Spot on. well thank you all very much for all of your comments we love receiving them we read them all and um, yeah keep spreading the word